Welcome to this End of Life episode 76. I'm Jessica Duffin and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. This show is not intended to replace your current medical treatment and is for educational purposes only. This episode is sponsored by BU. BU are the makers of the period patches that I love and are proven to be hugely popular in the endometriosis community. The patches are most commonly used by the endo community in the morning before work or school and in the evenings before bed so that people with endo or painful periods can be prepared for the day ahead and get a better night's sleep. That is definitely how I use them. And if you are anything like me, your period comes at night. Don't know why that happens. Um, So these patches can really make all the difference if you suddenly are woken up by cramps. They come in a pack of five, so they will last for the majority of your period, depending on the length. And they're $6.99 for a single pack or $4.99 if you opt for a subscription. To shop, you can just head to the link in my show notes and start saving period cramps the natural way. I just wanted to give a shout out to my lovely new sponsor, Samain. Samain launched this week, which is super exciting, and was founded by twin sisters with Endo, Lauren and Catherine. And Lauren and Catherine appeared on the show in episode number 61. So definitely have a listen to that if you're interested in hearing about their stories and experience with endometriosis and what led them to start Samain. Samain is a plant-based supplement for reducing period pain and inflammation that you take for seven days of your cycle during your period. It's made up of nine superpowered plant extracts and minerals that are all vegan and sourced for maximum quality and bioavailability. And if you want to have a read of which ingredients are in Samain, then you can head to the link in my show notes. The ingredients have been chosen based on the latest clinical research, which shows that when people with endometriosis or period pain took these plant-based extracts or minerals, that they experience reduction in pain or inflammation, or both. If you want to try Samain, they are currently offering 15% off with your first order, and they deliver worldwide and offer a discount to people who um, are shipping outside of the US. The link is in my show notes, or you can just head to www.samainhealth.com. So that's S-E-M-A-I-N-E. I am super excited to get my hands on this new supplement and I can't wait to hear what you think of it. So today's episode is slightly different than normal. Um, It's all about adding in antioxidants in the form of fruits and vegetables. Um, But actually it is a um, recording from a Facebook Live that I did in my private Facebook group um, for my month-long endometriosis challenge in January. And the reason why I wanted to share it is that people found it a really effective challenge to be adding in rather than taking away. Um, And there's studies in there that I quoted and just lots of really helpful information about why adding in fruits and vegetables are so useful, especially when you are living with endometriosis. I also wanted to share it because... um, 
I've been speaking to the people in my Facebook group and now that the challenge is over, um, people have asked for it to continue um, as a month, as a year long challenge with a challenge a month. So um, I wanted to share this episode with you today in case you wanted to join you can hear what the challenges are like and kind of the information that I give and then you can obviously see whether it's something that you want to do it's a free challenge um so and obviously you don't have to do a challenge that you don't like the sounds of but I thought I would share this because it's got really helpful information in and it's something that you can implement at home um even without joining a challenge I also wanted to give a heads up, if you have um, bloating or suspected SIBO, um, I'll actually put a link to um, an explanation of SIBO in the show notes, Um, but it's essentially small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and it causes a lot of bloating, a lot of abdominal pain, Um, or if you have IBS, you might struggle with um, whether or not you do the challenge, but it's centered around up in your intake of fruits and vegetables. Now, if you do have things like gas and bloating, you might struggle with up in in your fruit and vegetable intake, but it is so important that we increase your levels of antioxidants and fiber and nutrients through adding in more fruits and vegetables. So if you've been put on the low FODMAP diet with no end in sight, because a lot of people are given a list of foods that they shouldn't eat when they have IBS, um, and they're not told about phase two and three of the uh, low FODMAP diet, which is about reintroducing foods and expanding your diet again, um, then I would suggest that you consult with a doctor who is trained in the low FODMAP diet or a dietitian or a nutritionist or a health coach to help you reintroduce the foods and work out which ones um, you can have so that you can eat a really wide range of fruits and vegetables again. Other than that, you might find that um, eating more fruits and vegetables increases like your gas or a bit of bloating because your body's starting to get used to the fibre intake again. So Go for, go, start slowly. Um, and I, I, I give some suggestions of how to do that in the uh, recording. And go for easy to absorb, gentle in your stomach form. So cooked vegetables, roasted, steamed. Um, and go for gentle forms of the food, such as soups, smoothies, like mashed cauliflower, mashed swede, that kind of thing. And of course, if you are on a low FODMAP diet and you're not doing the reintroduction phase yet, you could just up your intake of fruits and vegetables to include the low FODMAP fruits and vegetables that you can eat. So um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this show is not intended to replace your current medical treatment. So if you've got any concerns, do consult with um, a practitioner. Um, but generally, adding fruits and vegetables is, of course, a good thing. So um, here's the recording. Um, the quality of, of course, isn't what you're used to just because it's a Facebook live recording. Um, but it should be, should be clear enough. So I hope it's useful to you. Um, all of the links that I mention in the recording, I'm actually going to add into the show notes as well. So don't worry if you don't have access to the Facebook group, um, the links will be in the show notes. And if you want to join the Facebook group, it's called Owning This Endo Life Challenge. 
Um, it's a private group, so you have to request access and I will um, accept you in like 24, 48 hours. And if you just want a direct link to that, then that's in the show notes as well. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Happy Monday. Uh, it's Monday. We've got a new challenge today. I hope that you guys, you know, are feeling good after last week and you've noticed some improvements with your hydration. If you found it a struggle, please don't worry. This isn't about experiencing guilt or beating yourself up. This is all about a challenge that's equipping you with tools and resources to be able to support your body with endometriosis. But let's be clear, it is not your fault that you have endometriosis. This is just about giving you some control back and giving you some tools and resources to help you take back that control. Um, so this is challenge is not about making you feel guilty. So I just want to make that clear if anyone has been having difficult feelings around it, just do your best when you can and just know that this is about looking after your body. It's no, this isn't about punishing you. So yeah, so I hope last week um was helpful for you i hope you found the tips useful and the information useful um carry on with the hydration like staying hydrated is a lifelong obviously a lifelong practice um and thing to do so um just make sure you keep up with that don't worry if you have a day where you don't get in all of the water that um you intended to when you remember drink some water. If you don't remember, try again the next day. It's about consistency. It's about showing up every day and trying again. Um, this is a challenge. So it can be hard. It's not about, this isn't a walk in the park. It's not a walk in the park for anyone. Most people struggle to drink, you know, a lot of water. It's a simple thing, but a lot of people struggle with getting in the right amount of water that they need. So you're not alone in finding it difficult um but yeah so I want you guys to keep up with that but this week we are focusing on antioxidants and we are not um taking anything away yet we're still adding in and the reason why today we're looking at antioxidants is because they are so important for reducing inflammation and inflammation when it's chronic like it is with endometriosis is a key driver of pain so we're going to be adding in antioxidants by adding in lots of fruit and vegetables, specifically five to 10 portions of low sugar fruits and vegetables every single day. I know that sounds like a lot, but actually it is the um, correct recommendation for everyone, not just for people with endometriosis. So the NHS say five because they felt that saying 10 would be an unrealistic target people to achieve so they say minimum five but actually um the recommendation from lots of studies is 10 servings a day so we are going to be trying to get five to ten servings of low sugar fruits and vegetables a day and so don't you know don't um make this really difficult for yourself if you currently literally only eat one portion of vegetables a day don't try and aim for 10. I mean, unless you're good at going all in full throttle, but um, if you're not, then aim for five portions if you're only eating a couple. If you eat, for example, four portions of fruit and vegetables, go for six portions. If you eat five portions, go for seven and try to add on 
a portion a day this week um so have a set number that you're going to go for and then try and add to that until you reach 10. If you don't get to reach 10, that's fine. This is a month-long month long challenge. So you'll continue with this throughout the month and you can add on there. We're only a week in, guys, so please don't feel... Firstly, there's no such thing as failing in this group. It's an everyday practice. All of these are everyday practices. So there's not like, a, you know, there's no success and failure. It's about you turning up every day to support your health in the best way that you can. And some days that means you manage to get in loads of vegetables. Other days you only get in five portions. Just do the best you can with what you have. Um, but yeah, try to add on an extra portion a day till you reach that 10 portion. So find your kind of goal level. If you eat five a day already, aim for seven and then add on a day till you get to a 10 um, and take it from there. Um, so if you're not sure what that would look like, a nice kind of structure and plan is to start with two portions, two servings of fruit or vegetables with your, at breakfast, three portions at lunch, three portions at dinner and two portions of snacks. So you can have a smoothie, for lunch you can have like a salad, for dinner, um, if you, you know, if you eat meat then you might have some protein and then vegetables you might have a stew you might have a soup always try to get in a protein whether that's a vegetable source of protein or um meat based protein but adding in those three portions with your lunch and your dinner and then two portions um as a snack you don't have to do it in that way that's just a nice easy kind of structure to follow um and the real kind of reason that we are doing this for endometriosis in terms of adding in vegetables, hi Emma, hi Amy, um, because everyone should be eating this amount of vegetables. Everyone should be eating 10 portions of fruit and vegetables a day. But actually for people with endometriosis, fruits, low sugar fruits specifically, and vegetables are a key part of reducing inflammation. And the reason is, is because they're packed full of antioxidants and antioxidants reduce inflammation. And the way that works is what they found is that people with endometriosis have higher levels of ox oxidation in their bodies. And oxidation is a process that um, actually increases your inflammation levels. And we already know that we have higher levels of inflammation in our bodies when it comes to endometriosis and inflammation, chronic inflammation causes increased levels of pain. So for us to reduce the inflammation, reduce our pain levels, we want to reduce the inflammation. So they found in studies that people with endometriosis have higher levels of oxidation, but also lower intakes of antioxidants. So we, we don't have the tools to fight this oxidation process. So in studies, they found that by adding in vegetables and low sugar fruits, people were actually able to reduce their oxidation levels and therefore their inflammation levels. So we know scientifically that this works for endometriosis. The other reason, hi Katia, the other reason why we want to be adding in more fruits and vegetables is because of estrogen. So numerous studies have found that estrogen is a driver 
of um, endometriosis. They've also more recently found that progesterone can be a driver of endometriosis. It really depends on the individual endometriosis cells in your body. Some of them can have um, estrogen receptors, so it will grow from estrogen. Some will have receptors for progesterone. Some will have receptors receptors for both and some of them will have none at all so it really does vary however there's a large body of evidence showing that estrogen is a driver so we do want to be addressing that and the way, way we want to do that is to make sure that our progesterone and our estrogen levels are in balance so whether you have more progesterone receptors or more estrogen receptors you're creating a good balance and what can often happen in people with endometriosis is that they have excess estrogen um, circulating in their body. Everyone has old estrogen that needs to be eliminated, but people with endometriosis often have excess estrogen. And there are a couple of reasons behind that, which maybe if I get time, we'll explore. But um, people with endometriosis have kind of some genetic genetic problems which mean that they're not um kind of detoxifying estrogen as well and also many estrogen uh, many endometriosis patches are generating their own estrogen they're actually making their own estrogen and pumping it out into our bodies and into that pelvic cavity so we have higher levels of estrogen and it's also quite common um, in this day and age where we're exposed to a lot of xenoestrogen so those are estrogen mimickers from toxins from body care products from um, household cleaning products, from pollutants, that we have higher levels of estrogen. So we want to address that. Um, there's a few ways we can address that, but at a very basic level, it's about supporting our detoxification pathways, which is what we started with last week with the hydration. Um, but we want to make sure that our gut is able to eliminate that old and excess estrogen, because if it doesn't eliminate it, it will get reabsorbed by the bloodstream and pumped back into our body. And that will create high estrogen levels in our body um, and will create this imbalance between estrogen and progesterone. And not only can that increase your growth rate of endometriosis, it can also bring upon lots of estrogen, excess estrogen symptoms, such as PMS, bloating, painful breasts, hormones, um, hormonal imbalances, um, depression, anxiety. There's kind of lots of... Um, excess estrogen symptoms that can manifest as a result of this. So we want to make sure the gut is eliminating estrogen properly. And to do that, we want proper hydration, which we addressed last week. And we want lots of fiber in our system to be able to make sure that we're having um, healthy bowel movements. And I talked about this in the group last week. So you can go back and have a look at the posts that I shared, but you want to be having two to four healthy stool movement, uh, bowel movements a day. And there are different types of stools, uh, so bowel movements. And you want to be looking for the type four bristle stool movement. And there's a chart that I've linked to, so you can go back and check, you know, kind of what your um, bowel movements are doing and whether they are healthy and whether you need to add in more fiber and more um, water. If you are constipated, have a look at how much fiber you're having. Are you having recommended daily allowance of fiber? If you're not, you need to up that and 
adding in vegetables and fruit is going to be part of that. So that's great. Um, and don't panic if you see that, you know, you know you're constipated or your uh, bowel movements aren't where they should be. All Everything that we do in the next couple of weeks is going to be helping with that. And if you are concerned, you can always go to a doctor. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in. So you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. So if you know you're due on, you might want to start wearing your period patch 24 hours beforehand just so that your muscles begin to relax and you're less likely to have really bad cramps. To find out more about BU, you can just head to the link in my show notes or go to www.buonline.co.uk. This episode is also sponsored by my free endometriosis symptom tracker. If you kind of feel a bit overwhelmed by your pain and your symptoms and you really just don't know where to start with managing them, then tracking your symptoms over a couple of months or even just a month to see what your triggers might be could be really helpful. I've put together a free download that helps you track your pain, your mood, your brain fog, uh, your bloating, where you are in your cycle, your eating habits, your stress levels, so many different things um, in a really simple and effective way. If you'd like to try it out, um, obviously it's free, just head to the show notes, follow the link and you can get your own copy. Yeah, so we're going to be making sure that we're adding in more fiber. That fiber is going to support our gut to eliminate estrogen, excess estrogen, old estrogen. So we've got healthy levels of estrogen. And they've actually done a study. And this study found that um, antioxidants were found to reduce estrogen levels through supporting the detoxification pathway. So exactly what we're talking about. They've actually done a study on people with endometriosis and have found that estrogen reduces when people added in further more antioxidants through fruits and vegetables. So check out your, the Bristol stool chart. I've linked to that um, in last week's challenge. Have a look at that. See where you are with your bowel movements. Um, add in more fiber through fruits and vegetables and get that, get that estrogen out of your body, that excess estrogen. Estrogen is great. We need it, but not when it's too much. Finally, there are several studies sh that show that Fruits and vegetables can be really helpful for endometriosis. And one in particular found that adding in more green vegetables and fruits significantly reduced the risk of developing endometriosis. So we know that fruits and vegetables reduce the risk of developing endometriosis. Um, and so potentially, does that mean that it reduces the risk of it further developing? We don't have evidence of that yet, but it sounds like it could be a likely explanation and scenario. So as you go into this week's um, challenge, everything that I've just talked about, I've linked to the studies and I've kind of broken down in a few separate posts. I didn't want to do one massive post for you guys. I thought that might be overwhelming. So there's a couple of posts for you to have a look at this week. And they explain everything that I've talked about. So reducing the inflammation, reducing the excess estrogen, and also reducing the risk of developing or further development of endometriosis. So you can have a look at those studies and you can read about it. 
Um, but as you go into this week, I just want to reiterate what I spoke about earlier in the beginning of this episode. Um, episode, I'm thinking about a podcast um, at the beginning of this live, is that this is about one portion of fruits and vegetables is better than them at all. This isn't about a punishment. This is about learning to add in these better foods that make you feel good that excite you, that bring you pleasure. I want your meals to be delicious. Um, if you have my book, then go ahead and have a look at the book. If you don't have my book, I'm going to be posting all week blog posts um, and recipes that I love that you can use to add in more delicious fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are not what we used to think they, they were. In the 90s, I remember growing up and trying to diet and Fruits and vegetables seem so boring, but these days there's so much you can do with fruits and vegetables. So this is not about creating this regimented, boring um, diet plan. It's about actually thinking about what you enjoy eating. If you like eating tacos, great. Create some tacos that are full of like lentils and jackfruit and red peppers and avocado and salads, like create, meals that you love that are healthy if you love mac and cheese create it with butternut squash and sweet potato as the sauce um you know add on a side of broccoli sauteed in like olive oil and garlic powder just create all of these all of your favorite dishes and add in extra fruits and vegetables even just add in a side salad you know you can start simple here it doesn't have to be complicated at all um so start simply this isn't a guilt game this isn't a blame game guys i really want you to enjoy this and i just want you to be able to have some tools to help you look after your body if this challenge um doesn't resonate with you amend it to how to what helps you if you are like do you know what i can't reach 10 but i can add in one more portion a day that feels good for me amazing do that i just want you to be able to use these tools in a way that feel good for you and that help to support your body we are in really early stages this is about where you are in your journey if you really don't get on well with fruits and vegetables then I don't expect you to be eating 10 portions a day if you can amazing but if you can't it's still amazing to just do what you can to add in an extra portion a day so I'm going to be here supporting you along the way giving you some tips and inspiration I'm going to put in um, a meal plan um, template that you can use if that's helpful for you I'm just going to be trying to add in different sources of inspiration and motivation but please be kind to yourself be compassionate to yourself endometriosis is a hard disease to live with it's really hard I understand that if you've got a flare it might not be easy to cook that day it might not be easy to repeatedly get up and have the water all the time do what you can and please be kind for yourself and give yourself grace. You are doing amazingly by turning up and watching this video or reading the posts and just doing what you can to support your body. So I'm sending you like loads of love for this challenge. I don't expect perfection. None of this is about perfection. We are all different. Our nutritional needs are all different. So there is no kind of perfect here. It's about doing what suits your body. So go into that knowing that um, it's about doing what's right for you. Um, if you get to the end of the day and you're like, shit, 
I haven't eaten enough fruit and vegetables. If you remember and it's not too late to eat, add in another portion or two. If uh, it's too late to eat and you're going to bed, that's fine. Just try again tomorrow. This is about consistency. It's about practice. It's about creating daily habits every day. There's no, there's no failure. Don't get to the end of the day and think, I failed. There's no point in doing this. No, there's always an opportunity to try again the next day. Um, and even now, I have days where I'm up and down on supporting myself this, with this journey of healing endo. So please know that there's no perfection here. There's no failure. There's no success. There's just you showing up and doing what you can for your body and me providing you with some tools and information and resources to help you to do that. So if you have any questions, let me know. Um, you can post them in the group chat and um, I will be here all week sharing tips and um, answering your questions and sharing ideas. So let's get started. Let's start reducing that inflammation. Let's start adding in foods that feel good for our body. And um, let's start sharing recipes, actually. Like, please, please share recipes. I would love to see what your favorite recipes are for fruits and vegetables. Good luck. And I can't wait to hear how you get on. Bye. If you want some extra support managing your endometriosis and you would just like some help creating a step-by-step nutrition plan and lifestyle plan to help reduce your symptoms the waiting list is now open for my one-on-one coaching program called owning your endo life which will be beginning again in april um so if you want to get onto the waiting list now there is a link in the show notes to sign up and i will be in touch and let you know once the doors are open If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, You can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world.